0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Fandex, the podcast where you write the rules. I sincerely apologize for losing the intro to this episode. We recorded this episode as part of one recording session, and the recording session was too long, so we broke up the session into two halves, which is of this is the second half. This should be part three, Saga of the Fan, and unfortunately this episode intro got lost in the confusion of the many recordings and re-recordings we attempted. So my apologies, there will be no Two Truths and a Lie segment. Um, I really feel bad because it was a great segment that we included, but we it will return in our fourth episode, which you can look for next Wednesday, the 21st of October. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope you enjoy. But what I was designing, when I was reviewing whether or not I wanted to change the Space Wolves uh chapter tactic hunters unleashed uh because i thought you know with the sup i didn't know what the supplement would really contain uh and i figured you know could be whatever right certainly what i was making for you could be whatever (laughs) right it's that's the whole point of a fandex is to not restrict yourself so i was considering whether or not i wanted to to uh adjust um the hunters unleashed, but uh, because I, I thought it was kind of odd that like it really can't affect the mainline space wolf vehicles at all. So what I did was I specifically stated that, uh, I, uh, elsewhere, the supplement that it does not affect vehicles other than dreadnoughts, because it doesn't make sense really to me that the fact that the space wolves are better duelists would make them better drivers. <laughs> it's not part of their lore. Um, and the notion of just a tank hitting better in general in melee for whatever reason sounds kind of odd. Yeah. Uh, because driving faster does not mean you're more likely to hit something. Yeah. Uh, any at any rate, what I decided is it just makes sense to just have space wolf vehicle traits and for you to do a little mic pick too, like um, the create your own successor chapters do. Yeah. And then this would be also a great way to differentiate between different Space Wolf great companies. So, for those of you who don't know, the Space Wolves don't have normal companies; they have great companies. Then these companies can be significantly larger in size than a hundred marines. Some of them are thousands strong, and uh, they have very distinct personalities, much more so than say the Ultramarines' third and fourth companies. Uh, I
1: think, I think having green trim on your shoulder pad is a huge personality versus having
0: yellow (laughs) right i mean i love how the ultramarine supplement narratively describes the different companies and how they do have like subtly different personalities but like not something that would necessarily carry over that much i could see like maybe a stratagem or two being made but like not different chapter tactics the space wolves great companies they should have like different chapter tactics and by messing around with the vehicles you can do that all right so once again it's a mic pick two but there is one that is you have to give up the other one it's too powerful to have with something else and that is iron pack so i believe there's a space wolf company which is like known for its vehicles so this would be one you might pick to represent that and
1: what would you guess their name to be
0: uh, probably the Iron Wolves. I don't know. It's going out on, 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 on a limb.
1: You got it. You got it.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm one for one with guessing Space Wolf Great na- Company names. All right. So if you select a straight, you can't select a second. Double the wounds the vehicle has when determining which damage profile to use. So basically the first half of the iron hands ability because that is a great trait to have yeah. on your vehicles and you already have a full chapter tactic for your infantry so collectively you're you're yeah. set
1: that's, that's good i like it
0: all right so not too creative here's one that i i was pretty happy with this is glacier breakers when a vehicle with a straight ends its charge move roll a dice for every enemy model within two inches of the charging model for every roll of a five up the enemy model's Unit suffers a mortal wound.
1: That's pretty good. The uh, it's basically a like hammer rat, like souped-up hammer wrath.
0: Right. So I figured this is a better way to represent space wolves literally driving their vehicle as a living battering ram. Yeah. Not living. Very much so a, a machine. Debatable. I mean, depends yeah. on your thought. <laughs> Debatable. Yeah. I mean, machine spirit. Uh, is it alive? Toasters. I don't know. Um, so you get a five-up mortal wound if you charge for every enemy model that you touch so you could only get like four or five tops i imagine with a rhino it's chassis
1: still four or five mortal wounds is pretty good
0: yeah well four or five attempts at yeah, a five up on yeah. a mortal wound so you'll you'll get a couple which is sweet because mortal wound was great um but uh, it shouldn't be too crazy i'd hope you can combine that with something else, like Rapid Outriders. Oh, no never mind. That one is... <laughs> whoops. If you select this trait, you cannot select a second. Have the number of command points you spend rounding up to place vehicles and any embarked units inside Strategic Reserve. That's pretty good. So obviously that one was made with ninth edition in mind. Uh, I had to go back and edit it. But one you could combine Glacier Breakers with would be Iron Fangs. Vehicles with this trait ignore penalties to hit other than being degraded due to suffering wounds. So any other things like lightning fast reactions from Eldari factions, uh, the obscuring trait, anything like that, they would ignore that hit penalty. Yeah,
1: they're, uh, even even the tanks on my side. Yes.
0: <laughs> I like to imagine that this is uh, even the most oldest uh, iron Fang or long fangs would be like, you know what, I think I might just... Drive this one in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course you have an iron. I uh, have a long fang that's you know aiming uh, the twin las cannon on a predator, and suddenly found money. Okay. All right, so this next one is Hailstorm Racers. Increase the move characteristic of vehicles with this ability by three inches.
1: That's good. I'll, I'll take that.
0: Yep, plain and yeah. simple. If you want it to be tougher, especially against mortal wounds, you could go with runic shielding. And that's, it only applies to mortal wounds, and on a 5-up it's ignored, but you add 1 to this roll if the mortal wound was caused during a psychic phase. Which not only, by the way, protects you from enemy psychers, but if one of your three rune priests, because of course you're using three rune priests to use your living storm stratagem, uh, happens to blow up and suffer perils of the warp, then any mortal wounds that you suffer, you have a chance to ignore. Okay.
1: French case, but it could happen.
0: It could happen. Yeah, yeah. Total French case. I was kidding. <laughs> All right, so Booby Trapped is the next one. And this is basically the opposite of Glacier Breakers. If your vehicle is charged uh, for every enemy model, you can roll a, a dice, and on a five-up, they suffer a mortal
1: wound. Yeah. sticks and Spice on
0: it. Yep. All right, so Steeds of the Sky Warriors... Once again, vehicles of the with this ability and the fly keyword add 3 inches to their move characteristic and vehicles with a minimum move characteristic may move a free may make a free 90 degree pivot at the end of their move. So if you really want into the two unique Space Wolf uh flyers, this is the one for you. Solid. Yeah. You could combine this with uh Hailstorm Racers for an extra 6 inches but the flyers don't need the an extra three inches movement you'd be better off with something yeah. else so i don't think it's i don't think you're opening up a can of worms by including you both. can't
1: have like the fastest land speeder in existence though
0: you could okay you got me there a, a land speeder that can uh at, go an extra six inches faster
1: yeah
0: why not why not i don't think that's too overpowered all right built to last Vehicles with this ability may roll a d6 for every wound, but not mortal wound that they suffer. And on a six, the wound is ignored. That's pretty good. Yep. Nice and easy. If you don't want to think about, you know, plan your strategy too hard, it's a good one to go to. This one is definitely the fluffy choice. So this one is Drake Mockers. Any weapons with the flame, fire, or incendium in their name that a vehicle with this ability is equipped with, that make a random number of attacks always make their highest number okay so a flamestorm cannon is d6 shots and therefore would simply be six shots with this trait very good so great but it's only gonna affect a a few weapons so i i i don't feel like it's terribly overpowered even if you really leaned into this and like got a bunch of land speeders with heavy flamers i guess you could really only have nine at the most Right, because you can take them in a squad of three, and take three of those squads. There's like eight different um, kinds of land speeders, though. Oh, do they count as separate unit entries?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking like the w- rule of three would keep you honest.
1: Yeah, there's the just the plain land speeder. There's the uh, the land the one with the scouts. I think it's storm. Uh, there's uh-huh. the the one with the missile launchers. I think is a separate entry.
0: Right, the Typhoon missile launcher. But they can't all take heavy flamers, correct? Oh, I have
1: no idea. I have no idea.
0: I think the Scout one can't. I think it's stuck with the heavy bolter. Yeah. I've never heard of it having the heavy
1: flamer. The javelin, I think, can take that as well. The Forge World one. Oh. I think you can put a heavy flamer on that guy. But yeah, you can you can get a solid amount. But I mean at that point, if you're playing sixteen uh, land speeders. Right. If you're playing <laughs>
0: sixteen land speeders, you've made a very significant, you know playstyle choice at that point (laughs) i'm not saying it's a bad one at all like i would be if i brought my drukari and you had 16 land speeders with six shot uh heavy flamers i'd be terrified
1: yeah that'd be wicked let's go full pod racing
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so this next one is even more situational It's the Wrath of Fenris. Vehicles with this ability that are equipped with any Hellfrost weapons use the Enhanced Hellfrost ability instead of the Hellfrost ability. And now I also changed the Hellfrost ability when I, re- when I wrote this supplement. So everything except... Well, I'll let you know what's the difference between Normal Hellfrost, as, as I have written it, and Enhanced Hellfrost. So the rule goes like this. This weapon hits automatically... If the target unit is an infantry or bike unit, each hit counts as three hits. Units hit with this weapon must roll equal to or under their wounds characteristic on a single d6, or subtract three inches from their movement characteristic until the end of the next of their next movement phase. Now that's normal Hellfrost uh, ability. Enhanced Hellfrost adds this next sentence: Add one to the wound rolls of this weapon.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: Yep. So if you wanted to, you could take Drake Mockers and uh, Wrath of Fenris and then really lean into the whole fire and ice theme. Yeah. And have some really deadly vehicle weapons. Absolutely. Alright, so this next one is Boarding Vectors. I imagine this would probably be a commonly chosen one. Embarked models may disembark from a vehicle with this ability after it has moved, but may not declare charge. So you get to do what um, Impulsors do for free. Okay.
1: That's That's good.
0: Yep. And this next one is the same thing, but for assault. Drilled Assault Specialists, units that disembarked from a vehicle earlier this turn with this ability may add two inches to their charge moves for the remainder of, the, of that turn. So I thought it would be too powerful if you could charge after assaulting, uh, especially with all the many assault units in this army and the assault buffing characters. But adding two inches to their charge after they disembark seems fine. Yeah. All right. So that are those are the vehicle traits and you can pick two if you go pure space wolves so i wanted to pack in a lot of different incentives to uh go pure space wolves uh in this supplement because i feel like uh that isn't done enough uh really although although i actually with the the supplements that came out with psychic awakening i think we're definitely moving in the right direction and pretty much all the way there i don't hear about a lot of um soup armies these days all right so one of the benefits that you can get by going pure space wolves is access to the relics of the Ait, and the Ait is the space wolves fortress monastery am i correct in that yes awesome so the relics of the Ait are not only three specific relics that i have written out here but a mechanic that allows you to create your own relics uh so I didn't give um, them the master crafted stratagem where you can just master craft um, a single weapon and give it plus one damage because I thought like a master crafted weapon is never just plus one damage. Like when a character has like a unique weapon, it's never just this that exact weapon, but plus one damage. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Like it's always always got at least two things going. So this is another Mic Pick 2 list. And uh Here it's pretty simple here are the the traits so you can prove the ap value by one the strength modifier by one so if it's user it becomes plus one if it's times two like a power fist or thunder hammer then it would be times two plus one i love that uh ninth edition specified how to apply these modifiers a little bit better
1: yeah
0: uh you can pick one of them as damage characteristic by one improving it by one Uh, ignoring any penalties to hit is another one normally included in the profile. So this is like power fists, chain fists, or thunder hammers. Yeah. So that way you actually are hitting on twos with your, you know, otherwise clunky weapon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another one is improve the number of attacks made by one shooting weapons profile by one. So if it's assault D6, it then would become assault D6 plus one. Next one is improve the range by one shooting weapon by one and then you can the last one is if you have the hellfrost rule like for hellfrost pistols you can exchange you can get the hellfrost the relic hellfrost rule and if you do that you can't select a second trait this is supposed to be all your buffs in one for your hellfrost pistol or gun and what it does is it same thing as i mentioned before it's got all these abilities but then not only do you add one to wound rolls with this weapon but you improve the damage carry by two. So it really apps your Hellfrost um pistols or whatever weapon you're using. Alright, and so that's those are the create your own relics. Uh oh. Matt disappeared from our zoom. Hopefully he'll get back on. And as the saying goes, that's all she wrote. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. I apologize for how short and abrupt the transitions were. We will be back to regular programming next week for episode four and the final episode of saga of the fan after that we will be approaching eldari specifically aspect warriors matt and i will both be coming up with revisions, so it's not just me talking and matt saying yeah (laughs) thank you so much follow us on social media we are on instagram facebook and twitter and we hope to have you as a loyal listener again in the future thanks again